Judge Jeanine Pirro. She's the outspoken host. Judge Jeanine Pirro is dominating the headlines right now. This is the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show. Now, here's Judge Jeanine Pirro. Welcome, everyone, to the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Show. I hope everybody's enjoying their day so far. It is a sunny day here in New York City. And as always, we're armed and ready to serve justice with all our great listeners here on the Red Apple Audio Network. So much happened this week in America. You know, Joe Biden isn't getting any smarter. Uh, he is still suffering from cognitive decline. And the the decline it becomes more and more apparent every day. All you have to do is look at the statistics. Only 32% of the American people think the man is capable of even doing his job, but that's not stopping him. He's looking to make sure that he gets the youth vote. He's out there saying that he is going to forgive student loans. And uh, he says that uh, it is time for us to take care of these young people. They deserve a chance at the American dream. Well, I think he's got it backwards. I think the taxpayers shouldn't be in a position to have to pay for the student loans for people who are able to go to college. And yet, uh, even though the Supreme Court knocked him down, said he exceeded his authority last time when he tried to wipe out the student loans, he is continuing to bribe young people to vote. And the amazing part of it is that this president thinks that the people who didn't go to college, who bought a, an F-150 or decided to start their own business and not go to college, even though they would have liked to, that they should pay for the ones who actually went to college, signed a contract and said they would pay back a student loan. The whole thing is backwards. And if you do a cost benefit analysis, you realize that those kids who got to go to college are in a position to get a job and pay back the student loan, whereas your blue-collar individual who is working, sometimes working two jobs, shouldn't have to pay for their student loan, uh, for the student loans of others. But, you know, it's all about bribery, and Joe Biden, he's good at this stuff. And, you know, the Republicans have come up with a bill that is very interesting. And what they say is we should make the colleges pay back the or take back the student loan debt how do they do that if the college charges you money for you to get an education and you cannot get a job then they really sold you a bill of goods and they should be responsible for the debt not the american taxpayer and so the republicans came up with this great idea that makes the most sense where let's make the colleges pay down the student debt. And the reason for that, of course, is that the colleges continue to increase the amount it costs to go to college, knowing that the government is going to pay back the student loans. It's almost like money laundering. The government ends up paying back the colleges for the student loans. The whole thing is corrupt. And of course, Joe Biden is smack in the middle of it. And now we are starting to analyze what's going on with the illegals coming across the border, 452 Chinese coming across in three days, uh, which is more than came across in the year 2022, 2023. So we've got a real problem, people, with the Chinese uh, immigrants, illegals, 
And there was one interview with one of the illegals, and Bill Malusian from Fox said, you know, why are you here? He said, get a job. And Bill Malusian said, can't you get a job in China? And the guy said, yes. So, I mean, he can get a job in China, but he's here to get a job. I don't think it's all that simple. The Chinese already have their own police departments here. They've got their Confucius Institutes in the colleges, and uh, they've got their spy craft where Joe Biden allowed them to literally breeze across the country and not say anything about it and was hoping to hide the whole thing. But we're going to talk about an important issue today, and that is uh, immigration, how it's affecting us. You know if you watch the news at all that we've got these Venezuelans who are knocking out police in New York City, kicking them and assaulting them. We've got an illegal who killed a woman in New York City. I believe he's Venezuelan went to Arizona and uh, is charged with two attempted murders on two women. Uh, I mean, these people who commit these crimes do not belong here, and yet it seems that we're welcoming them with open arms without any kind of vetting, without any kind of fingerprinting so that we know who they are, where they're from, what they're doing. And so today we've got two individuals, uh, a constable, uh, Jimmy Fullen, and a sheriff, Brad Coe, uh, from Texas, Operation Lone Star, who are going to be talking to us about what they're seeing, but more importantly, how they're dealing with the issue. And they're dealing with it with something called Berna technology. Uh, if only you had a Berna. It is a phenomenal, non-lethal uh, launcher that allows you and law enforcement to use this technology, whether it's at the border or at your own home, and I have one myself, uh, that protects you, that is non-lethal, that keeps the assailant away from you, whether you you know, uh, shoot off a chemical irritant or whether you shoot off something kinetic that is, kinetic that is not capable of, of killing them, it's not lethal. It is a godsend in terms of technology. And I think that women especially should look into it. It's Berna.com slash Janine. Uh, it is phenomenal. I love it. I've got, got my girlfriends buying it. And so I thought I'd bring some law enforcement folks from Texas uh, and someone from Berna Technologies to talk about it. And uh, after that, I will be talking with Joe Concha about some of the issues of the day. And uh, so stay with us. It will be an exciting show. And of course, never forget, that's a commitment we made on 9-11. Honor it by donating $11 a month to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. And up next here on the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show, I will be speaking with Jimmy Fullen of Galveston County and Sheriff Brad Coe of Kinney County, Texas, and Luan Pham from Berna Technologies. Coming up, right here on the Red Apple Audio Network. It's the Judge Janine Show. This is the Janine Pirro Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Pirro. Welcome back to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. Joining us now are Jimmy Fullen, who is the chief deputy from Galveston, Sheriff Brad Coe, Sheriff of Kinney County, 
and Luan Pham, who's the Chief Revenue and Marketing Officer for Berna Technologies. Now, folks, let's talk about what's going on in this country right now. The number one issue that people are concerned about is immigration. It is the number one news story. And amazingly, even though I am here in Midtown Manhattan, as far away from the Texas border as you could possibly be, the truth is that we are now suffering from the influx of immigrants. The minority community is now playing second fiddle as they lose playgrounds, schools, and after-school programs to facilities uh, that are now being used for illegal immigrants. You can call them migrants. Uh, to me, they're illegal until a judge says they're illegal. But more than that, we've got issues of Venezuelans in New York taking down police, assaulting them, gangs of them getting involved in assaulting each other in some of the migrant centers. We've got one individual today who was in Arizona who murdered a woman in New York City, and then uh, he went to Arizona and stabbed and almost killed two women. So I don't have to tell you that it's not just a, a, an economic issue. It is a crime issue, a safety issue, and a national security issue. And so how do we deal with it with a Biden administration that has allowed 7.2 million illegals to breach our borders and give them literally a welcoming mat? And in New York City, you get $10,000 each, whereas our veterans are homeless and uh, the uh, minority community doesn't get that at all. So we've got some people who are on the front lines. Uh, they see it, experience it and suffer it. It is clearly a humanitarian situation, a national defense issue, but these guys are dealing with it day in and day out. And so I thought it was important for you to hear from them on the front lines, how they're handling it. And I want to talk first with uh, Chief Deputy Jimmy Fullen from Galveston County. Uh, I expect him to be Sheriff of Galveston County in the next 24 hours and Sheriff Brad Coe. Now, my understanding is that, is it, Brad, were you the one who first found out about Burner Technologies and how did you integrate that into your experience with the uh, migrants? Well, uh, well, appreciate you taking time to talk to us today. Um, I found out buy it through uh actually through jimmy fullen because his deputies were carrying that device and after we saw it jimmy actually reached into his own pocket and donated two for us to get trained with and see if we liked them and i give all the praise on that one to jimmy all right well then jimmy i'm going to go right to you then jimmy you found out about burner technologies uh and this non-lethal weapon uh almost four years ago when it first came out what attracted you to it why are you using it, and why are you sharing it with other law enforcement agencies? Well, again, Judge, I'd like to echo what uh, Sheriff Coe just said. We appreciate you taking us on and, and, and actually getting the news out about the burn of technology. Yep. Uh, I got involved in it because at one point the uh, taser, we actually used taser as a non-lethal uh, weapon on a, of choice. But then when I saw the burner come out and... I looked at it and I saw the demonstration on it. I said, you know what, this is a lot more effective because in order to use that taser as a less, less lethal option, you have to be within 20 to 25 feet of a suspect. Whereas the burner, non-lethal, you could be up to uh, 60, 60 feet, even sometimes up to 75 feet. At, you know, so if you have a suspect that's, that's threatening, you got plenty of time to react and use that less than lethal option on him, which is a burner. And it's a very effective tool. 
Yeah, and you know, the Berna, the tasers, there's been a lot of issues with tasers. And but the Berna technology, it it is, it's a non-lethal weapon. And so law enforcement would have their their regular their weapon, their sidearm, and then they would also have a Berna. But is it different in terms of the weight? And you know, it's non-lethal, so is it effective? It's judge. It's very effective, and let me tell you, I've had 100% success with Berna Tech with the Berna. Absolutely. When when Jimmy first brought him down here, we looked at him, and the deputies were very interested because, like Jimmy said, it's an it's an extra tool. Uh, we've been carrying the tasers for a number of years, uh, which we've had great success with that also. But with the with the Berna system, uh, we've had instances where we're trying to get people out of the car; they're starting to resist. We just put a couple of pepper balls in that car. It's surprised how fast they come out. And uh, anything that will keep my deputies from getting hurt, I'm all for. All right. I'm going to go back to um, uh, Jimmy Fullen and Brad Coe. You know, you've got Operation Lone Star in Texas. Uh, what are you seeing? Who are you seeing come through the border? I know there's a reduction now that most of the immigrants are now coming through California and Arizona. But give give New Yorkers an idea of what you're seeing, because we're just seeing a minute percentage of what's coming through the border. Well, here here recently, since uh, Governor Abbott took control of one of the key uh, crossing areas in our area, we're starting the numbers were dropping. Last night, Border Patrol ended up catching over 700 just in the Eagle Pass area. And, you know, there is no there's no vetting of these individuals. So in New York City, we're hearing about MS-13 now joining up with a group called Tren de Aragua, A-R-A-G-U-A, which is one of the most violent. Yeah, Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, they're they're a very violent Venezuelan gang. Uh, We've dealt with MS-13 here. And then when I was in Washington, D.C., they were up there and they were very violent. But this Venezuelan gang makes them look like kindergarten kids. Exactly. Exactly. And we're seeing it now with murders. And uh, look, when you start attacking law enforcement, uh, you've got no respect for authority. And uh, they do it in gangs. They literally will take on the police, kick them. I think everyone has seen the viral video from New York City. But that's nothing compared to what you guys are seeing down in Texas. And yet the Supreme Court comes out and the Supreme Court says, well, you know, maybe uh, maybe we can cut back that razor wire. But uh, Greg Abbott, to his credit, is continuing to defend the state of Texas. Right. And that's that's part of the Texas Constitution. When the state of Texas joined the union, uh, part of that guarantee, part of that guarantee that joining up, the federal government would protect our borders. Now that the federal government is refusing to, the governor has every right to stand up and protect the border uh, for us. And the thing is, it's costing the state of Texas money. It's not costing the federal government a dime. Right. Uh, right. Governor, governor Abbott is doing this strictly with Texas money. Well, and, you know, the amazing part of this, and, you know, when you tie in the Berna launcher is the fact that, you know, you don't end up shooting a le- using a lethal weapon you don't end up you know uh, you know on desk uh, uh, duty because you've shot your uh, uh, a lethal weapon uh you can just keep working through with this and there are no lethal injuries and that's the good part the best part the reason that i have a burna i will never hesitate to use it when i sense that there is trouble whether it's the kinetic ball that comes out of the launcher or whether it is the uh the pepper spray correct yeah, you're absolutely right. A lot of times, you know, shooting uh, and they're in that heavy brush. 
I like what Jimmy said. He shoots a, a chemical irritant round into in the in the dark or in an area where he can't see, uh, you know, the aggressors. Uh, you can hear them coughing, and it's easy to track them down that way. And in the end, you know, they are able to apprehend these folks, and no one dies. Everybody lives, and the officers get to go home to their families, and um, the uh, illegals are uh, sent uh, to where they need to be processed back. Right, right. And kudos to Greg Abbott, who could care less about New Yorkers and all the elites calling him, you know, a xenophobe and all that other hogwash. And the fact that you believe that the burner technologies are the most effective way to combat some of this, these issues and scenarios where lethal force is not called for uh, is certainly a testament to the importance of the burner technology, which I totally believe in. I am, you know, all in on that. And uh, I think that my listeners, if you just go to burner.com slash Janine, uh, you can get yourself a burner. Take a look at it. It is a, it is a godsend in terms of protecting yourself. And I want to thank everybody, Luan Pham and uh, Sheriff uh, uh, Bradco, uh, as well as Jimmy Constable, Chief Deputy Jimmy Fullen, who's going to be the sheriff in Galveston. I think I got that straight at the end. Maybe not. But, guys, you're doing God's work, and we thank you for everything you're doing. Take care. Thank you, Judge. You too. All right, everybody. Uh, And never forget, that's the promise we made. And uh, make sure that you go to t2t.org to donate $11 a month. Join the Tunnel to Towers Foundation on its mission of doing good in honor of America's heroes. That's t2t.com. This is the Judge Janine Show. This is the Janine Bureau Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Bureau. Welcome back to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Show. Joining us now is a radio and television personality. Uh, I love him. He's a funny guy, smart as hell. Uh, Joe Concha is a Fox News contributor, and he wrote a book. Uh, I love his book. Uh, Just the title. Come on, man. The truth about Joe Biden's terrible, horrible, no good, very bad presidency. Uh, and uh, Joe, of course, has been a, a columnist and a spokesperson and uh, a brilliant guy with a sense of humor. All right, Joe, let's start with uh, your your counterpart there, Joe Biden. Uh, now, <laughs> he decided. To, yeah, I know he's not your counterpart. What I didn't name say? myself. All right. If I could change <laughs> it, I would I'd rather be a Jack personally. But that's just me. Yeah, I like Jack. They could still call you Jack. All right. Call me Jack. All right, Jack, Joe, Concha. Uh, Okay, so Joe Biden is not improving on the cognitive level, uh, but he's looking to buy some votes by uh, saying, you know, I don't give a darn about the Supreme Court. I am going to erase student debt. And uh, it's like to me, it's just a prosecutor. And me, it sounds like bribery. Could I be wrong? Oh, no, that is exactly what it is, Judge. And thanks for the warm intro. Clearly, you have (laughs) PayPal and you received what I sent before. So thank you for that. Uh, Look, I come at this from a different perspective. I think ultimately he loses votes over this because we all know where elections are decided, right? Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Nevada, Arizona, Georgia, right? And in those states, if I'm a cop 
or I'm a waiter or a waitress, or I'm a teacher, or I'm, a, I'm, I'm in a job where maybe I went to college and I paid off my student loan already. This pisses me off beyond belief. I mean, let's face it, less than a third of Americans uh, go to college and, and earn a bachelor's degree. I mean, it's, it's a stunning number, but it, it is true. So for the other 66% out there who see people just being given money uh, when they're not getting a check anytime soon and they're working hard as well, I, I think this ultimately boomerangs on the president and it won't have any tangible effect with younger voters because even though he's forgiving all that debt, how many how many votes is he really changing, and, and does it really change the game in all those states that I talked about? I don't think so. It's bribery, and the American people see right through it. Well, you know, and, and it seems that you're right about it, but the Republicans have come up with a bill where they say, look, if you pay all this money to a college and you can't get a job, then the college should suck up the loan and pay back the loan because they pretty much said, you know, you come here, you'll get a great education. And, you know, the implication is you're going to get a, a job. I think that's great because right now it's like money laundering. You know, the kids pay this money to the colleges and then the government pays the colleges and pays the loans back. The whole thing is backwards. It's just corrupt. And what is it? Sixty, seventy thousand dollars a year. It, it, it may even be going up. Hell, for three year olds, it's sixty thousand. Some schools in New York City. Yeah. And think about what sixty thousand is. Basically, you got to earn one hundred thousand dollars before taxes just to afford one year of sending your kid to school. And that's just the state schools we're talking in terms of like 55, 60. My yep. wife went to Georgetown and when we looked it up just as a goof because my, my daughter, we visited the school recently when we were down in Washington and my daughter said, I want to go here. This is a pretty place. You know, she's only 10. We got time. And then we looked <laughs> it up. It, <laughs> it's $85,000 all in per year. You're talking like $350,000 just to send one kid to school. And then what do you get out of it? To, to your point, you know, is there a job waiting for you on the other end? Well, maybe, maybe not. And you know what? For the first time, uh, I said this about, uh, I don't know, maybe six, eight months ago. I said, you know what? People are going to stop going to college because it's pretty clear now that nothing is benefit that that a lot of young kids who are going to college can't even get a job. And it's just four years of partying. I mean, I worked hard. I'm sure you worked hard, but I get the sense well. that you partied a bit. <laughs> Did you party, well. Joe? I went to University of Maryland, and when I looked up like what schools I should go to, uh, I did see in Playboy that it was ranked in the top ten as far as party <laughs> schools. So, All right, well, we're going to move on quickly from that. Yes. Now, okay, so uh, this week, I read it for the yeah, yeah. <laughs> this week the FBI decided that they were going to take one of their informants who's been an informant, a confidential informant for 10 years with the FBI. That means folks that they paid this guy for information. They gave him uh, money and he would provide information. They found him to be credible. That's why they continued him as a confidential informant. They decided since he gave them information about Joe and Hunter Biden, they decided that they were going to arrest this guy. So that now they could say, oh, he's not confidential anymore. He does. He's not credible anymore. And he went after Joe Biden. We can't allow that. Am I being too skeptical here? Wait, Judge, you're not saying on this popular radio show that the Biden administration is weaponizing the Justice Department, are you? Oh, That's a heavy goodness. charge. Oh, what a thought. <laughs> what a thought. And you know what? The guy's name is Smirnoff on top of it. So, oh, wow. So, so, but here's the thing. So the the, the uh, uh, you know I keep 
calling the Democrats the defendants, because in my mind, it's like they're the bad guys. And, you know, the 30 years, 32 years being a prosecutor, it's like they're the defendants. But anyway, the Democrats are like, you know what? We've got to we've got to make sure that we stop this impeachment inquiry. But the truth is, this guy Smirnoff only gave him one piece of the pie. They've got uh, they've got emails. They've got a laptop. They've got um they've got all kinds of information, bank accounts, uh, uh, shell corporations, uh, recipients. I mean, it goes on and on. And yet they're saying, oh, you got to stop the impeachment inquiry. What's saying? Oh, you? James Comer, yeah, has a, has a pie factory. All right, so you take one piece out of the pie factory. There's still dozens upon dozens of pies at this point. So, and the media, of course, is running with this as if like this implodes the entire case. Uh, look, if you're going to arrest this guy for whatever reason, uh, Yakov Smirnov, whoever he is, uh, then from there you have to arrest um, Christopher Steele, right? Yes, because he thank survived. You. <laughs> All we're looking is for equal justice, so to speak, if that's the case. But again, I, I think this is just like the student loans. It's a boomerang effect when you see what's going on in Atlanta and Fonnie Willis, speaking of vodka, she likes the Grey Goose, which is obviously a higher end. Oh. Uh, and then you see Alvin Bragg and what he's doing in Manhattan. And you see Letitia James and, and what she's done with Trump. I think you see Trump's numbers going up, not just in the primary. That, that thing's over. But in the general, where I see Trump plus 10, plus nine, leading in every swing state that we just That's talked right. about. Swing I think it's states. a result of this because people say, I may even like Trump, but I think this is wrong. But you know what my concern is, Joe Concha? My concern is that, you know, a lot of people watch the mainstream media and all they're hearing is, oh, those Republicans, they're crazy. Look, this guy is so incredible. The FBI arrested him for lying. That's such hogwash. You used him for 10 years. You paid him our cash. And, yeah. and yet Christopher Steele and you brought up Christopher. That's a great that's a great analogy because Christopher Steele gave them made up information that spied on a presidential candidate and a president. This guy just gave him one complaint where they've got the whole pizza factory, as you say it. It was just one little piece of the pie. And yet Christopher Steele, he gets away with it. I got to tell you, you know what, Joe? I, I just I lose faith. I don't want to lose any more faith in the justice system. But this has to stop. It really has to stop. How does Joe Biden and oh, did you love this week that his brother, <laughs> uh, Jim Biden, said, I was never in business with Hunter. And then they show him a contract that he's in business with Hunter. It was his signature. He said, oh, I forgot. Baloney, you may have forgotten you signed the contract, which is that proof of it. But you were in business. You got money. You were involved. You were you were part of the operation, which is nothing more than influence peddling. But what do I know, Joe Concha? In this case, you literally have transactions, bank records that show that not just Jim Biden, who stole Joe Biden's line, by the way, for the whole I forgot thing, but also, mm -hmm. that, you know, Joe Biden's niece, who's a guidance counselor in Delaware, is getting checks for $30,000. And I can name all the other family members that got it through these. You mentioned before the shell corporations of corporations that didn't actually produce anything outside of funneling money and hoping that it would stay under the radar. I think that when Hunter Biden did all this, that he thought that his dad, since he didn't run in 2016, he's not going to run again at such an old age. And, you know, he's clearly declining at this point. 
So when he won and actually uh, run and then actually won, then suddenly all this came to light. But they would have got away with all of this. And they may still get away with all of this yeah. uh, if Joe Biden didn't win the presidency. Who, who do I think is going to win? You asked me on February 23rd or 24th, wherever we're at right now. Uh, I would have said, well, Donald Trump easily because we have peace and we have prosperity. And if you're an incumbent, you're, you don't get voted out when you have those two things. Then COVID <laughs> came along, right? Mid-March, shut down everything. Uh, here in New York, and it changed the whole trajectory of that entire race where where the country was shut down, the economy was shut down, Biden didn't have to run a campaign in any way, shape, or form, and it became a referendum on Trump and his handling of COVID, uh, right, which I thought was good. Uh, but a lot of people were depressed, and they should have been, and when that happens, it incumbents have big problems, yep. right? So that was four years ago. So if you ask me to predict now who I think would win, if we had the election today, Trump would win in an electoral landslide. Yep. I don't know <laughs> if, if Joe Biden will be on the ticket. But as of now, I can't come to any other conclusion because I look at polling when you throw Gavin Newsom's name in there or Kamala Harris, and they somehow do worse than Biden. Yeah. So I think they're stuck with them at this point. Yeah, yeah, they don't do much better. But in the the you've got this Fannie Willis and you talk about the uh, possibility of a conviction. She gives her lovers six hundred and what, twenty three thousand dollars. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, you know, they end up taking vacations for which she reimburses him with cash, of course. Uh, and yet right now it turns out that the judge uh, gave her a contribution when she ran for DA. And the amazing part of it is this judge is such a wimp. I mean, he let, she walked into that courtroom and she controlled it in the way I have never seen in over three decades in courtrooms. And, you know, I think he's afraid of her. And, you know, this judge McCaffrey uh, is running uh, in two months in Atlanta for his position. The governor appointed him. He's only been a judge for like 11 months. But now he's got to run. And I think he's afraid of her. I don't have much hope for the judge finding, at the very least, the appearance of impropriety, which is what there is. What do you say? Yeah, yeah can uh, Judge uh, Governor Kemp uh, demand that he recuse himself from this case because, obviously, of the contribution? I mean, I'm asking you a question to respond yeah. to a question, but uh, th that makes sense, right? I mean, shouldn't that happen? Yeah, yep. Yeah. Well, okay. uh, it, it should happen. But you see, it's up to the judge and the judge can make whatever decision he wants. And given the fact that he allowed her to literally walk all over him and every other lawyer in that courtroom, I think yeah. that uh, he is certainly not going to find an actual conflict of interest, which there is. Uh, she lied about the relationship. She didn't tell anyone about the relationship. Her former best friend is no longer her best friend because her best friend talked about the relationship starting two years before Fanny was willing to admit it. So um, in the end, I, I don't have a lot of hope, but, you know, hope springs eternal. What do I know? And I just yeah. want to talk. I just want to talk about uh, one more thing, you know, with the uh, uh, with with the uh, military, we find out that, you know, the numbers of people who are now applying to be in the armed services is really a problem. And, you know, I don't think it's much of a surprise given the fact that uh, you've got a Pentagon uh, that has slated to spend $270 million on a diversity agenda. And, you know, they're inviting all kinds of uh, weird people to go into the military, so much so that uh, they're down in terms of applicants to join the military. 
It's amazing, uh, and it's not surprising, though, right, because, because of the diversity programs that you talked about. And I think this generation, uh, the, the, the type of military age type of generation, 18 to 24, we'll call it, they're just programmed differently, right? They, they yeah. were raised on uh, phones and iPads and not exercising a lot. So, you know, sacrificing for your country, a lot of these folks can barely get off their couch. Uh, you see in the workforce, more and more, you have uh, Gen Z, you know, these, these younger kids, uh, young adults, they're interviewing for jobs, Judge, and then they're demanding that they can work from home. You know, it's like, yeah. It's, yeah. You don't demand anything. You're entry level. But so you know I, what I, I heard, Joe? The what they're doing is they'll go, they'll apply for the job, and then the first day they'll say they don't feel like coming in. It's like, yeah, are exactly. you, but all you have to do is go to a store and like ask a question, and they're busy on their phone. They don't want to be bothered with you. Yeah. And then they see the president's schedule because, you know, he's supposed to lead by example. And you look at his schedule for Friday, for example. Uh, let's see. He basically has one meeting uh, in the morning and then he gets the daily intelligence briefing in the afternoon. Do terrorists yeah. sleep in on Fridays? Is that the way it works? Uh, and then he'll go off somewhere for another weekend where he spent 40 percent of his presidency on vacation. The guy's like the Clark Griswold of presidents, right? Like he's always relaxing somewhere while the world is on fire. I don't know. I weep for the future. I'm like you. The same thing with Bonnie Willis down there. You know, she's got better calls. Saul, basically her boyfriend trying to try this case. Oh, I, I hope my in the gosh. end. You Joe like Kacha, the chances of that guy. He's never tried a felony case. Do you think that yeah. guy is he, the guy was sweating bullets and he, uh, the guy drank like how many bottles of water? I kept saying, doesn't he want a bathroom break? I mean, every time you saw him, he was sweating <laughs> and drinking and sweating and drinking. He can't try Donald Trump. Yeah, you don't drink water. You only rent it, right? So uh, yeah. we, we, we saw that uh, uh, with, with this guy. But I, maybe it would be a good thing if Trump went on trial down there because if that's the team that's trying to prosecute him, they, yeah. I mean, I would say that, you know, Fonnie will dress him down, but she can't even dress herself, right? So I, I think that's something we got to look at. Yeah, have you ever put a dress on backwards? Is that really hard to do? Well, you know what? Here's the problem in the end. Uh, if she can scare a judge, she can scare a jury. Anyway, yeah. I want to thank you, Joe Concha, for making me laugh this morning. We appreciate oh. it, and uh, we I hope you have a wonderful Sunday. And uh, we're going to have you back again because you are really good. Did you know that, Joe? Really? I yeah, should get into broadcast. Great we ought to do a uh, go back and forth on this. I like it a lot. All right, Joe All right. Concha. Every week, I'm yours. Guy. Thank you. <laughs> Take care. Thanks, Judge. This is the Judge Janine Show. This is the Janine Pirro Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Pirro. Okay, now it's time for me to gavel out with my closing argument. All right, you heard from the experts in Texas, Operation Lone Star, Brad Coe, Jimmy Fullen, and what we've got is a real problem. And experts are also warning us of a national security risk after Customs and Border Patrol slash question list for Chinese migrants from 40 to just five, only for the Chinese. Now, that's pretty amazing because China is considered the United States' top adversary, and yet only the Chinese get a reduced number of questions, like, uh, you know, who they are, how old they are, and it obviously heightens the prospect 
of uh, accidentally or maybe intel intentionally granting asylum to real bad actors. Uh, and the experts are saying that uh, the change was necessary to expedite Custom and Border Patrol's processing of applications. Uh, why? Why do we have to expedite it? If they came from China, they can wait and answer the questions. But honestly, I don't think I don't think there's any effort to even vet these people. Let's just get them in as soon as we can, as many as we can. 7.2 million illegals entering the United States under the Biden administration, which, by the way, folks, is an amount greater than the population of 36 states. Get that? Joe Biden alone has allowed 7.2 million illegals to enter the United States. That's an amount greater than the population of 36 states. And Chinese illegal immigration is on pace to break records at the U.S. southern border. There's something going on. There is something going on, and it's not good, folks. And that's why I thought it was important today to talk about Berna Technologies the Berna launcher, it is a gun that is non-lethal. Uh, it is made of polymer. It's light. I have one. I can carry it uh, in my hands. Uh, it is not heavy. I don't have the burden of thinking and worrying that I might take a life. It keeps someone away from me, and it'll keep someone away from you. Those Berna launchers are a godsend. And whether you use the chemical irritant from the gun or whether you use a kinetic ball uh, that can hit from 60 feet away, uh, you are in a position to protect yourself in a world where the law enforcement is not responding as quickly as they could, where the numbers of police are far fewer than they were just a couple of years ago. You've got to rely on yourself, folks. You've got to take care of yourself and your family, and you can't expect that someone is going to do it for you. So look up Berna, B-Y-R-N-A. I think it's important. It's essential. I'm getting it. My son has one, and I'm getting one for uh, his fiance as well. I got one for my sister. This is something where you're comfortable using it, you don't have to worry about someone grabbing it from you because you can use it from a long distance away. And you don't even have to be a good shot, although it's easy as, as heck to shoot it. You can use that chemical irritant. Just hit something near the guy and the irritant will go off. And you never have to worry about actually killing a wrong person. So that's it for this week. Uh, I can't believe we're out of time, but make sure you join us right back here next week. Same time, same place, but go to Berna.com, B-Y-R-N-A.com slash Janine, J-E-A-N-I-N-E. You can get an 18% reduction in the purchase price. So see you next week for the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. Have a great day, everybody. Be safe. Get a Berna. This is the Judge Janine Show.